Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Jim Harbaugh said his goal for the Chargers is multiple titles. He will fail that goal. He will not. Whoa. He will not win in multiple titles. I'm. Way. I'm with you. Uh, Justin Herbert. He it might one. finally be the right marriage. He could win one. I'm not ruling out that he could win one. We've learned how hard it is to let's win not more start, than one. But he's not going to start counting like LeBron at that intro press conference. Right. Not four. Not five. Not six. Unless you're a Manning, a Roethlisberger. A Brady or a Mahomes, you're not winning more than one, or you haven't won more than one in the 21st century. Or a Mahomes. I said Mahomes. I know. He's been playing for like six years, and he's already in the same breath as those guys. He's better than all those guys you named except for Brady. It's freaking nuts. That is definitely, I think, something that is going to be talked about a lot leading up to the Super Bowl, but also in the wake of the Super Bowl, if Patrick Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl, is where he is in the pantheon of great quarterbacks. And I am pretty much ready to put him at number two right now. Behind, Yeah, we, we are just delaying the inevitable by even saying, oh, is it possible to put him lower than two? No. I think he's too... And I know people like, even like Mark, I tune into the show and I hear him say that he's better than Brady right now. He is better than Brady. Just skill-wise, he's definitely better. It's just, can you catch seven? That's the question. Can you catch seven? And a thing that's always going to throw a monkey wrench into all of this is, say he gets to seven. Getting to eight seems even, like, more far-fetched, even though it's just one more than seven, it seems like monumentally more. So say he gets to seven, you're always going to have, if you were assigned to defend Brady in the debate of Brady versus Mahomes, always have the head-to-heads. You'll always mm-hmm. have that in your back pocket, and one of them was for a ring. Mm-hmm. So, Well, it just it doesn't even matter. Both of them were won by Brady. It, yes. Right. Uh, before we move on, can I light the fire now? I oh, was yeah, never I given permission. Yeah, I mean, I thought you did that already. No, I always wait for your permission. Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Light the fire, please. It's a lit now. Do so, yes. It's a lit. This is printer paper from the office. I couldn't find anything to kindle with, so I just went out into the I mean, it was a very last second it. fire we had to make. Very last obviously. second fire we had to make. You know, we're sad. It's a sad fire, too, because we're in that dead zone. This is, we got this one is, football game left, uh, and then it's over for the rest of our lives, it seems like. It doesn't seem like it would ever come back again. The, Next August, seems, it's kind of honestly been years easier away. to tolerate though, as we've gotten older, because the league has done a better job of making this a 365 day season, right? Like when you were when you were a kid, you're like, okay, the season's over. I'm not gonna really know much about anything until the draft comes around. I'll tune in for the combine, but I'll watch like the receiver skills. I'm not gonna tune in for like the D lineman. When you were really young, we really, really pay attention as much as we do now, and then you know you'll tune in. 
maybe if it's on TV at a restaurant when you're out with your family, if a preseason game is on, you don't really, you know, kick into gear until September, but the league has just done an excellent job of really making everything a, a big moment. Yeah, I mean, I go to the NFL Network today, and they're live from the Senior Bowl practice. Right. It, it's never stops. They'll go to the Combine next, and it's the draft, free agency. Three hundred sixty-five. They they made an event out of the schedule being released. That. I was just gonna say that they made a March Madness bracket reveal style event. Yeah. Based on just you know who's gonna play on Monday Night Football this year, who's gonna play on Sunday Night Football, or like the year. college football playoff announcements. And every we week, right? eat it up. Oh And yeah. we go more, please. Nom 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 nom. Give us more, chops. more, more, oh, more, yeah. more. Nom 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 nom. But one thing I don't think we want more of is the Pro Bowl. I think it's actually better for players now, though, than it ever was. Like, I think the players themselves yeah, you don't have to worry about the actual more. game. No, you're doing game. You're having fun it's there. It's field day. Yeah. It's, re- it's adult that's recess. That's a great way to put it. It's field day. It's adult recess. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And, you know, they're partying out there, too, at the nighttime. They're going out for some drinks. Where is the Pro Bowl this year? It's a good question, because when I watched it last night, they were in some warehouse shit. I saw so that. Really yeah, tell. I saw that because I saw Killebrew do his punt. It should always be in Hawaii. Um, it should, yeah, it should have never left Hawaii. That's it's an in, awesome. Uh, it's in awesome Orlando thing. again. It's in Camping okay. World Stadium. Do you, when you were growing up and playing Madden, and you would play like the whole season, would you ever like play that that Pro Bowl part of like yes. the creators? Always, all the time. It was a great. The best thing about the Pro Bowl was the mixing and matching of the helmets. The, oh. Tom, with the uniforms. I say that every year, and I say to the NBA too, like, why are you having them wear these jerseys? Same with the NHL, same with baseball. Baseball's the worst of the worst, because baseball was the coolest when they all wore their own jerseys. Now they all wear their stupid NL, yeah. AL garb. And same with the NBA. Now there's, like, Team LeBron and Team Giannis. Just wear your jersey. It's cooler. It's way cooler. The helmets were so cool. Just seeing, you know, uh, yeah. a Brown snap it's to honestly, a bangle, throw to a Colt. Like, it was just... It's the best of both worlds when you think about it for the NFL because they would just... They would have the jersey that the, pro, that the NFL wants to see Pro Bowl on it, right? But you just had the helmet, which was untouchable, unchangeable. That's, that's where and the it's N- subtle. That's where the NFL had the edge on all the other ones too, because they could do get away both with things. Yeah, they right. could double dip into the money pool and say, "Hey, you have your David DeCastro Steeler jersey. What about your David DeCastro AFC Pro Bowl jersey? How about more money, please?" Yeah, right. And they also get the aesthetic appeal of having the helmets, but no more of that either because they don't wear helmets. They wear flags on the side of their wrists or the side of their hips. And play flag football, but it's fine. I honestly like. I think this is a the best iter- since the Pro Bowl really tanked. See, I don't think it's the best iteration. Oh, really? Just because there, I mean, there's no game, but it's fun to wa- put it this way. It's more again more fun. I think for these players uh, to go to this and play in flag football than it would be for us to watch it on our couch at home. Like it's a novelty at first. It's like oh, Tyreek Hill's running all over the place in sure. flag football, but then it's like. Somebody hit him. Like, somebody, <laughs> somebody knock him out of bounds. Well, I mean, like, to that point, Tom, is that the Pro Bowl kind of died around when we were growing up. And I think one when of the, the reasons. the linemen would just, like, stand up and just kind of Yeah, like, they wouldn't. But one of the last. You can look up, like, 2000s, though, 2001 no, Pro Bowls, I, what, and they were, like, blocking. Well, what and, I'm like, saying is one of the last images of real Pro Bowl football was when Sean Taylor, you know, RIP, was still around. He clocked. The AFC punter, I forget who it was, but it was a normal punt play, 
clocked the dude. I think it was like a fake attempt, and he destroyed him. And it's funny to me when people talk about like, how do you fix it? How do you get that magic back? And how do you get the competitive nature back in a, in a game like this? And you know, I guess the NFL has done the best that you can safety wise to get competitive juices flowing because it's no risk of injury. And these guys are athletes. They want to, even if it's dodgeball, they want to win the dodgeball game that they're playing. Mm -hmm. If it's they're competitors, exactly. But it's just so obvious how you make these games actually matter, and you provide an actual monetary Incentive, bonus yeah, for them right. to win. Like it, the in-season tournament for the NBA is such a smashing success, even though there was a lot of like mm, flinching when people heard it at first, because the money that the winning right. team gets is just so big. You know, I remember Dame Lillard's. It was like five hundred grand or something like that, or maybe a million. But he was like, you know, for a guy like me, a guy like Giannis, that's mm -hmm. nice. That's an extra car, maybe another house. But, like, you know, I want to win a that. A bench for the, player? Right. Exactly. Right. Like, I want to win it for the guy that's only making 500000 at the end mm -hmm. of our bench. That's doubles just double salary. salary right. when, so you saw in those group tournament games and in the. Oh, the, yeah. They played. It got physical. It was yeah. style basketball. The, the thing they had to fix, though, is that, like, in the standings of the playoff, of the in season play, uh, End season tournament was the tiebreaker came down to like points scored, so like they would just run up the scores a lot. They got to fix that. But uh, to get back to your original point, you have to make this Pro Bowl mean something. That will give it actual mm -hmm. zhuzh. Now the NFL, I wonder now but the NFL's too far and gone. I think because of player safety, like there's just they're well, never well, going to well, agree to that. I don't know if they'll bring back the game. But maybe like the end, there has to be like an end all be all event, right? That can have some kind of reward at the end. But if you're talking about a Pro Bowl weekend, and you're talking about having an end all be all event, which is it all comes down to money for that one, would it not just be a normal game? You know what I mean? But look at take baseball and say everybody on the team that wins gets a million dollars. The hardest competitive, most competitive baseball game you'd see all year. Yeah. Same with the NBA. So, you know, yeah, people want to. You always hear these talk, the the sports radio topic. How do you fix these games? Remember back in the day when it used to be so fun to watch them. No one cares anymore. How do we fix them? How do we fix them? And they'll try to invent all these different ways to fix them. And it's just just offer them money. Just I think, give them bounties to win these games. Major League Baseball's All Star Game is still pretty fun to watch. Um, it's the closest that any of the All-Star games are to an actual game right. of the real sport whenever, you know, it's not All-Star weekend. I'll give you that. NBA is just who can score the closest to 200 points. Um, I'd go baseball and NBA are still the ones that are like, okay, palatable. Sure. NHL is just three on three. And it's then nothing. the uh, there is no game NFL is just flag football, football right. and dodgeball and tug of war. And it's like, you know, it's like when you went to summer camp. And you would compete against the other summer. Yeah, camps it's like a for color war kind of thing. For yeah, like yeah, as many yeah. points, and then the yeah, winner right. team has the most points. We won tug of war and dodgeball and the flag football game, so we get the most points and we win the. Pro like Bowl in uh, what's what's? The, oh my god, I'm totally blanking. We already made one Bill Murray reference. Built meatballs. Meatballs. Yes. yes. It's exactly like that now with the Pro Bowl. I will watch on Sunday though because I'm sick. Yeah, love, of course. And I love because football. we're also so close to the end. We don't want it to end. It's like our methadone clinic for getting off of the addiction of football. It's I like, remember well, this is kind of football. I think it was like Big Cat or PFT, one of those Barstool guys that said, you know, at at one point, like halfway through the season, one of the Thursday night games, say it was like Washington versus 
New Orleans or Washington versus Carolina. Garbage game, right? And everyone's complaining about how is this a nationally televised game? Flash forward or fast forward five months from now when it's late February, March, April, you would kill for Washington versus Carolina, right? I would definitely kill for Washington. Yeah. <laughs> to see who gets the number one overall pick. Well, it's not even that. It's just a, a garbage. It doesn't matter. That would be better, though. Oh, it'd be insane. The, no, that's, of, I love that. Instead that, of the Pro Bowl, it's... it's I love Well, I guess that. it would be Chicago and Washington this year, and the winner of the game gets the Gets the first overall, overall pick. pick? That's yes. an amazing idea. I think Damashek has had that idea yeah, before. Yeah, for a while. That game would be a Super Bowl in its own right. I mean... One thing that's so exciting at the end of the English Premier League season is not only are the matches at the top for teams that are trying to win the league exciting. Oh, yeah, the bottom, the of bottom the ones because they don't, don't want to be drop relegated. Down. Yeah, so that would create some of that in the NFL where it's like, yeah, tanking's good because you got to finish in that one or two spot, but you got to win a football game to finish the tank off and get the number one pick and not the number two pick. How so. crazy would it be if the NFL struck a deal with the now the new UFL? And they <laughs> a relegation. A relegation, right. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. NFL coaching carousel is starting to settle down. The head coaching um, the head coaching openings have been filled. Commanders hired Dan Quinn. That's just Ron Rivera again, so I really don't understand what they're doing there. Uh, you know, some of them people told him no. Apparently Ben Johnson told the commanders that, uh, no thanks, I'd just rather stay in Detroit. So they settle with Dan Quinn, and that does feel like a settle for them. Uh, Mike McDonald took the job for Seattle from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Baltimore's defensive coordinator. Baltimore, how about Baltimore lost their defensive coordinator their defensive and their director of coach and their director of player personnel mm-hmm. went to be the GM for Harbaugh's uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So, you know, the success be, of the Ravens yeah. starting to you know people are starting to pick at that corpse a little bit in Baltimore. Um, I heard Patrick Queen is a very attractive name in free agency this year also. But the big news about the, the coaching carousel, you know, who cares about McDaniel who, or McDonald, who cares about Dan Quinn again getting hired? It's the guys who didn't get hired yeah. as a head coach that is Vrabel the most shocking. And Belichick. Vrabel, Belichick. And there was some talk that Pete Carroll might be out there as well. Yeah, but I thought he was I, I heard he wasn't as happy with that. I'm sure he's not happy, but he's got a job. Well, sometimes, you know, you want a better job. Yeah, sure. Belichick and Pete are just old, though. I mean, and I think people are seeing what Belichick's career was like without Brady. They know what it's like to deal with Belichick and his personality. And Belichick probably is telling everybody that he wants full control. 
Yeah, I heard Matt Williamson say on the drive the other day saying, you know, people criticizing the Falcons for not going out and getting Belichick. Well, look what Belichick just did in the last three years. He had a rookie quarterback. How did he treat that rookie quarterback? How did he make life easier for that rookie quarterback? And what was the team's result? Well, the quarterback and him did not have a good relationship. He didn't make anything easier for that rookie quarterback. And that guy is one of the most hated people in Boston or the New England area right now, Mac Jones is, because of Bill Belichick's inability to coach around and, and to adapt to a modern coaching scheme. And so Matt Williamson brought up the point that Atlanta might be better off not bringing in Belichick and, and trying to make him work with another young quarterback, with another young team overall, because his ways just might be too antiquated at this point. Vrabel's the more surprising one of those Definitely. Because I just feel I like could have he sworn. has success as a head coach. He's still young. You know, there's still an avenue for that kind of old-school, mm-hmm. uh, ex-player type of coach. Um, bit of a hard-ass, if you will, for lack of a better term. There's still a, there's still a want for that around the league. I, I, I'm a little so shocked that he didn't find himself a job. And, and I don't think this is going to be a, a Flores situation where he's on a staff now as, like, a consultant or something. Do you think like, he I takes a year off and then next year he's he'll back get... in the coaching carousel yeah. again next year? Or, I mean, hey, sometimes these guys are addicted. They can't take a day, a year off of football. Right. He'll join the staff somewhere and be a defensive Speaking of that name, a little shocked that Brian Flores wasn't in these discussions of who could get a, a head coaching call this year. Him and Enemy were kind of – you heard Enemy more than Flores, but those two's the, – the, the bloom seems to be off the rose for both of those two. It seems like they might have missed their window as far as the head coach. Flores, maybe through no fault of his own, that lawsuit with the NFL really, you know, mm-hmm. mucked him down a bit. And Biennemi, just for whatever reason, people just don't seem to re- be ready to give Biennemi that that true shot at being a head coach. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just not ready to be a head coach. Maybe he's an offensive coordinator and that's his ceiling. Well, let's see how he does under Dan Quinn. Speaking of offensive coordinator hires, did you see that the Raiders are planning on hiring Kingsbury? Saw that. I like that hire. This Pierce guy yeah. is, hey, I might not be the most gifted offensive mind. You know, I but I know li- who is. I played linebacker in my NFL career. I'm a defensive guy by nature. But I know who can that, be. If you're going to hire a defensive coach, they have to delegate the offense to somebody like that. D'Amico Ryan's had a lot of success because he did that with Slowick in Houston, and I love this move by Antonio Pierce. Like, go get Cliff Kingsbury to run the offense. Just, Just – Hey, Cliff, have at it. we got a lot of weapons. They'll be a lot of fun for you to play with. Uh, I'll just manage, you know, the team as a whole and, you know, maybe dip my toe more into the defensive side of things than the offensive side of things. So I think that's a that's a really good hire by the, the Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Raiders have talent. They buy into that coach. If they can get the right quarterback in there, they won't compete with the division because of that monster at the top, but they could sneak a wild card. There could be two wild card teams from the AFC West next year. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think Kansas City, you have to lock in. Put it this way. The Vegas the Chargers, Raiders finished think, in second place right, this year. In the, the Chargers, I think you have to lock in. I'd, I'd be, that's the Harbaugh effect for you? I I'd, I'd say, I mean, I'm not saying division winners. I'm not saying first seed no, overall. The Chiefs are going to win But I think division. you can get the 10 wins with Harbaugh and Herbert. You got the 10 wins a couple years ago with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert. And then it comes down to the other two. Can things really come together for Vegas – Denver, I don't really see. Well, Vegas around. is closer to being in the category of LA and, and Kansas City. Yes, than, Denver than they are Denver. Is. Yeah, Denver. Is. I definitely think there's a chance you see 
potentially three teams from that division in the playoffs next year. I agree with you. All right, some Super Bowl nuggies before we wrap up today's episode. Have you heard the jersey stat yet? Has it driven you absolutely up a wall that 16 of the last 19 teams to wear white in the Super Bowl have won the Super Bowl? 16 of the last 19? Teams to wear white have won the Super Bowl. I I know the Steelers were white against the Green Bay Green, so that's not good. But they also won twice with the white on against the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Good point. Weird that we've never seen the Steelers in our lifetime. They and, wore, the, and the black and the home blacks. They were yeah. They well technically in my lifetime because in '95 they wore black against the Cowboys and I was an hour. I was a wee baby and I, I was technically alive for that game there you too. Go, so. But in our abilities to remember the game, to be present for the game, uh, it's just the dumbest stat ever though. And I've heard I heard it on the NFL Network a couple times. I hear it on the radio a couple times. Like when you're getting your bet down, you might want to know. No, I don't want to know because it's stupid and it's irrelevant. And by the way, guess what? One of those three times that a team in the colored jersey won was the Chiefs when they beat the Niners. Just four I was Super gonna Bowls say ago. the Chiefs. I know are wearing red this year. Uh, but what is the condition? Because I know the Chiefs got the choice between. They're away whites or yeah, home reds. Yeah, I think it just alternates. Oh, okay. So next year the I NFC was gonna gets ask, to choose. What's the, okay, okay. Then just the next AFC, year the AFC, AFC gets to choose. Gotcha, then the next gotcha, year the gotcha. NFC gets to choose. Yeah, I mean, so it you're saying Detroit next year will get to choose. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be overall record white. because you didn't like not, what I did there. What? Oh, Is, Detroit's going to choose next year. Yeah, yeah. You mean the Vikings are going to choose next year? Okay. So, oh man, I'm already dreading you getting on the Vikings bandwagon again. It's already, but it's it's it wouldn't be best record because the Niners have a much better record than the the Chiefs do. Yeah, they're right. a one seed versus a three seed. Right. So it's it's just an alternate thing. Um, and plus, don't think don't people understand that this is all part of the the script and the psyop of Taylor Swift? The Chiefs are in red. That's exactly how Taylor wants it, right? She love isn't there a song called or an album called Red? Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. Thank I you. I got for, there. Hey, I got there. Thank you, buddy. You're a great co-host. All right, here's another. I think a lot of people wouldn't have gotten that, Tom. I so think you're a welcome. lot of people would have. So you're pal. welcome. Actually. I think a lot hey, of people you're welcome. would have. Pal. You kidding me? She's the most popular person on earth. All right. Can you name me two other albums by her? No. I couldn't either. All right. Uh, eras. Is that the tour? I think that's just the okay. tour name. We're going to get in trouble with the Swifties if we keep yeah, doing this. Yeah, they're going to come for us. All right, another statistic. You know who they're not coming for? You know who they love now? Colin Coward. Oh, he's their white knight. He lo- they love him. Preliminary lunar analysis of the Whoa. Super Bowl favors the Chiefs. The day of the Super Bowl is supposed to be a waxing crescent moon. And the Chiefs are 19-1 in the last five years when they've played a game under waxing crescent conditions. It is by far the Kansas City Chiefs' best moon phase. One lost one time under a waxing crescent moon in the past five years. Yeah, I, I am not an astrological person. You know, those star signs, those zodiac signs that everyone loves. I don't really know a lot about it, but I know it matters to a lot, and clearly it's it's you said it's good for the Chiefs? Yeah, they're nineteen and one when yeah. it's a waxing okay. crescent moon. And it's not has nothing to do with zodiac signs, it's the moon, pal. Okay. Again, I am not familiar. I am sorry to the Swifties. I am sorry to the Zodiac sign people. No. I'm sorry to the lunar following people. Not my thing. ESPN Bet is offering several Swift theme prop bets for the Super Bowl. Uh, Swift action is one of them. It's a touchdown scored in the first two minutes of the game. That's at plus 1,200. I'm going to 
I'll take that. These teams score fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor's Taylor's husband, Kyle Zuschek, to score a touchdown at plus nine hundred. Taylor, so T A Y L O R T A I L O R. Have you seen those jackets? Yeah, they're awesome. The Kelsey, they're the, awesome. That's Juszczyk's Yeah, I know. Yeah, their yeah wife yeah. makes those. Yeah, so, yeah, I've seen those. They're uh, awesome. MVP Swelsey. Kelsey. So wait, is she allowed to wear the Kelsey jacket if Kelsey is playing against Juszczyk and and the wife that? Oh, I don't know. Right? I don't know. I mean, Taylor's been able to do that all season long because they haven't played each other. And another one is called MVP Swelsey. Travis Kelsey to win the Super Bowl MVP oh. is plus 1,500. Uh, there's an entire section dedicated to Kelsey-themed prop bets, in, uh, and it's titled Swelsey Specials. Um, a Nevada-based operator, STN Sports, is offering a tight end versus pop star prop that Asks whether Kelsey will have more receptions in the game than Swift's 10 platinum albums. Uh, (laughs) Well, I can tell you this. I'm pretty sure he finished with 11 targets for 11 catches for like 116 yards. So if that's any any indication, you might want to take... I don't know how many albums does she have. You know what sucks, though? I'm reading this story kind of in real time. Uh, It said there's 10 albums. So he needs to have 11 catches. Well, he got that on on 11 targets last week. He was perfect last week. No major U.S. sportsbooks are offering props specifically related to Swift or her actions. Um, most of them, you know, prohibit props that are that subjective because, you know, if you put out a prop bet that says over under how many camera shots they get, some guy working the production crew at CBS might be like, hey, cousin, put – Mm-hmm. All of my money down. It's something on that's controllable. Over. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's like, will Taylor Swift be shown drinking a white claw? And she just, you know, is like, oh, she's handed by like claw. an usher. Exactly. Like, hey, like, I think you should claw? drink this. Yeah. Like, let's celebrate. And it's like, I just won $20,000. So unfortunately, I don't think we'll see any Swift specific bets. No. That's okay, though. That's okay. I guess you could do one, though, like kind of. Is there, how about the bet that will Taylor Swift kick out Usher to be the halftime <laughs> or join Usher on the stage for the Super Bowl halftime There show. always are prop bets involving those. The halftime show, yeah. yeah. So maybe you do see Taylor. I bet you there's one about yeah. her in that. Because there usually is one, will there be a big guest or something like that? Or will they mm-hmm. bring out a celebrity? Slash how long will it last? Exactly. The the national anthem for sure. Which is subjective. The person singing the anthem could rig that. Yeah, 100%. easily. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel hats or jerseys of your favorite players, the authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives that you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. It's located at Akershire Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or at the Tanger Outlets, or you just visit online at shop.steelers.com. All right. Enjoy the Pro Bowl, everybody. I know I will. Waiting with bated breath for that <laughs> kickoff at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Is it, isn't it a throw-off, not kickoff? Yes, you're right. They Got throw it. off the event at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Jacob and I will be back again next week talking Super Bowl as we count down to Chiefs and Niners round two. This has been the Steelers Standard. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7. 
or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 